0: Welcome to The Needle and Groove Lounge, a podcast establishment serving music and beers, highlighting music history, new music criticism, and craft beer conversation. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. We're changing up our release schedule slightly. We're trying to shoot for every other week. Sometimes we'll have back-to-back weeks. So the best way to keep up with current episodes is to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to the pod please subscribe and of course if you love the lounge please introduce it to other music lovers in your life share the podcast give it a good review share the instagram page that's another great place where we share more music and music related content much more than can be discussed here at The Lounge. So thanks again to all of our listeners for joining in and being part of the conversation. This week at The Lounge, we dive into tribute albums. And as always, the fellas come with a wide range of parameters that they placed on themselves. So we have a number of genres and sounds for you tonight. We discussed the idea of a tribute album. It's not a cover song. It's a tribute album album and then of course it's the last call our new music discovery and criticism round where J-Mac is pushing us to go into all 2022 albums moving forward we have a wide range there as well we've got some innovative jazz we've got a legend playing some unearthed tracks we've got a new neo soul track from an upcoming release and then we close out with a wild experimental jazz song off of far out recordings. It is not to be missed. Thanks again for tuning in. We hope you check out older episodes and follow us on Needle Groove Lounge for more music and music related content. You can also hear our mixtapes on our Mix Cloud. Check them out. Hope you enjoy the episode. All right, the doors are open. It's a frosty night in January, but come on into the lounge. You'll warm up your belly and warm your soul. Are you ready, boys, for the Needle & Groove Lounge? Mid-January, life is raging all around us. And here we are, though, the four of us. Everything else may be inconsistent, but the Needle & Groove Lounge is consistent for the people out there and for the boys inside. In our little corner <laughs> of the lounge. Right, Bones? Bones knows what I'm talking about. Bones knows what I'm talking oh, about. Yeah. He knows.
1: though um, he's warm and cozy here. I no matter what's going cozy. on
0: outside. You can just wash away your troubles. Once you get on this little screen right here, forget about everything else that's happening. <laughs> except, except tribute albums or debut <laughs> albums.
2: The kids are all in bed. Maybe. <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe. I don't know if
2: responsibilities are out the window exactly
0: but we've had some fun episodes the last couple of weeks we've had uh, debut albums that kicked off January and then we've had um, anniversary albums last week which was a lot of fun I enjoy that one and then here we are tonight we're gonna to be getting into tribute albums in just a moment we'll get into more of that in a second but let's say hi to the lounge boys and see what they're drinking We're going to merge that together. So, Bones, I was just uh, talking to you a second ago. You've got your Christmas lights on, holding on to Santa as long as you can. How you doing? What are you you sipping on and how you doing out there?
1: It sets the vibe.
0: What you got? What you got for us? Just
1: surviving. Cold up here in the valley. It is. Um, Bethlehem. I was at the beer store tonight. There's a beer store. That's right. Right right next door to uh, my work, there's a beer store. Um, So, I got a... A half acre brewing, uh, a, a winter IPA. It's called Ooh, Tend. There you go. Um, it's uh, nice, beautiful. Yeah, 6.8% at Chicago. 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 a Chicago. Chi Town.
0: I also I saw does that. Good um, stuff. Yeah, half acre does the daisy cutter is one of my favorite beers Famous. of all time. Yeah. I saw, uh, Bonius, mm. that J Bug Photography took a win in a photo contest. Is that true? And tell us more about that and don't you have O-M-G. a free spoiler <laughs> spoiler alert We're
2: talking to a seriously a champion of and photography not... here
0: right and spoiler alert <laughs> if i read it correctly you'll get a free christmas tree next year am i right tell us that story take us from photo <laughs> take us from photo <laughs> to f- free christmas yeah. tree. tell
1: us tell us so so emily wanted to go to this local um family tree farm it was literally on this family's property they just had like a tree farm there um that she found out from her friend and uh when we were there they had this big sign up it was like photo contest like take a photo tag us in it and uh enter to win a free christmas tree for next year that's right so that morning it was it was shortly after thanksgiving it had just just dusted enough snow J photography you know, that made it pretty cool. The, the took that took advantage of that. There,
2: the instincts kicked in. He was like, "We got to go."
1: <laughs> I was like, "Yo, I got this, Emily. Watch this." <laughs> and then uh took a photo. The girls holding hands. They're just like walking through, like looking at the trees. Snap the candid of them. It's just like the backs of their heads, but they're holding hands. Just like perusing the trees. Posted it on the last day of the contest it was like oh post it up through january 3rd that's when the contest then i posted on january 3rd (laughs) yeah i'm gonna come in hot here at the end (laughs) that's right oh
2: you like you like eat you like ebay outbid them like exactly they were gonna win at the last minute you came in and overbid
1: somebody was
0: sitting at home they're all posting photos of like the trees in
1: the living rooms i said no go to the phone uh, no it's like, come on.
0: Well, there you go. We have an award winning You gotta go to the farm
1: with the snow on the Christmas tree. That's right. An so award if I winning photographer. By next year. I you better don't Christmas forget. Tree. That's
0: like a hundred the trees are expensive
1: <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> well, there you go,
0: folks. That's right. Yeah. That's who's at the lounge it's tonight. For something, hey. An award-winning it's finally paying off. <laughs> there you go. Beautiful. Um, Rob Hughes <laughs> up in Salem, Massachusetts. Hey. Up in his loft there in Damn. downtown Salem also known as the Easy Village to locals. We've never mentioned that before on the pod, but uh, he's in the Easy Village. What you sipping on? And how you doing?
2: I'm doing doing well. I'm, uh, let me let me give it a crack.
0: Oh, love it. Love to hear it.
2: I'm uh, doing well. Fred wants to play right now, so we're doing that. And uh, I'm uh, on theme as give away my, my pick this week. But uh, I'm drinking uh, not just had their first release of twenty twenty two. And I'm drinking our eight degree Plato Czech Pale Lager, our Osmika. Here comes a regular.
0: Oh, very nice! I saw that a lower alcohol beer. Sipping on that, yeah, I saw you posted about that one and uh, one of them that you're bringing back. Which one are you bringing back from 2018 Uh, or something?
2: The Infinite Jess, which is our New England Pale Ale. Is that that based on a hoppy wheat back? Uh, based on the david David foster wallace Wallace. Wallace, yeah Mm -hmm. yes book that no one's ever actually read
0: i've tried to read it at least 30 times uh and loved every second of it but then stopped every time
2: (laughs) (laughs) i feel everyone has the exact same story like yeah that book is really good i i've tried to finish it no one's ever no one's ever actually read it i don't think i think people have just tried to
0: exactly yeah but anyways there you go rob drinking notch (laughs) and uh j mac j mac He's at the lounge feeling good. He's ready to roar tonight. I think he needs these beers that we're cracking. What you drinking and how you feeling?
3: I featured it on the, on the gram, but um, 18th Ward Brewing here in New York. Mm -hmm. And they did a um, collaboration with our, um, uh, vinyl beer bar that we often reference which is beer wax yeah. um, shout out to beer wax but and they're opening a sh- double shout out to and they're about to open a new spot in Queens, so they're gonna have oh yeah and this was for and it also connects it applies to um this is actually done for um meticulous which is a, a hip-hop guy here that's put, put out a new album it's for the album called no caps Sweet. that was coming out um pretty cool album so check it out too but yes, uh so IPA is delicious. That's awesome. And I uh
0: I wholeheartedly appreciate you've stepped up your gram game recently, you know. Oh yeah, I've been I've been on it. I love getting on there and see when one of the boys posts something else. I'm like, ooh, I'm like, oh that's not mine. That's a that's another record collection that I don't
4: recognize.
0: And I'm for it. So there you go. Uh awesome. Enjoy that beer. And I'll close this out. I picked up something cool today um, from Bryn Mawr Beverage, my favorite local brew, uh, brewery stop. It's a collaboration which is cool between Burley Oak, which is in Maryland, but they collab with Other Half. Um, so Other Half has mm. been kind of doing a bunch of collaborations with different people. And this is a more local one over here in, in Maryland. It's a, it's a double IPA coming in strong at 8.5%. But uh, I love other half. We've talked about them multiple times. They're coming to Philly. I know they're a Brooklyn beer, but they're coming to Philly. So they do a lot of cool stuff. I'm uh, glad to enjoy it. It's a nice... And
2: boy. How much much fruit juice is in that bad boy? (laughs) Fruit juice? What do you mean? That's Burley Oaks. Big thing is like their, Uh, their dream series, right? It's like, they do a lot of like, Oh, I didn't know that. I never heard Burley. Yeah. If I'm, if I, if I'm remembering the brewery. Well, it's funny you say that.
0: Yes, that is right. Because they, they did four collaborations, actually bones, one with Dewey beer company and this guy had them and he said like, Oh, we never get these. They're going to go fast. And most of the other ones were that they were all these weird things. And I was like, "Ah, I don't want to do that. So I'm just going to do the, the IPA.
3: Another interesting little tidbit I saw, um, so other half is now DC, they have a spot, upstate, they have a spot, Philly, and then they also are about to open um, a uh, just a bar in Grand Central. I saw that, yeah. Nice. I saw that, yeah. Take They've it over. Getting huge. Grand
0: Cent- I love that they're doing Grand Central. It's kind of like unique. That yeah, was like, cool. Yeah, sweet. Well, boys, cheers to that. I hope you enjoy those beers tonight at the lounge. Um, so let's get into it. So like I briefly mentioned, we're doing tribute albums. So we've had a nice string of kind of like debut, anniversary and tribute albums. And so I'm very excited to see the parameters you put on yourselves. Tribute albums are interesting things. Um, They can be great. They can be terrible. Um, We'll see how we go tonight with tribute albums, different styles and genres, I'm sure. But let's kick it off. Who wants to go first? I went last week, so I'm going to defer this week. Let's have one of the other fellas kick it off. How did you approach Tribute Albums? What did you pick? Why did you pick it? What didn't you pick? And overall, what do you think about Tribute Albums? Which I think this is also an interesting conversation. So who wants to start tonight
3: at the Lounge? I can go. I'm, okay. I'm happy to. My man. Um, there you go. All right. So... I did, so for the parameters I put, I said that it had, in my mind, um, it had to be, um, it could just be a cover song to me, right. although tributes are cover song, whatever, but I wanted to, it, it had to be a collection of a, a whole album um, that was a tribute to to narrow it down some since there's so many, but there's been a lot of cool covers I've listened to. I won't mention here in case someone plays, but maybe <laughs> at the end, I'll, I'll bring it up, but um, so I had two artists in mind that I know I knew for a fact that I had been into albums that were tributes to them. Um, and uh, for, for our audience, our, our entire, our family's just been ravaged by COVID the last two weeks. I didn't, my yeah, daughter had it and, no, yeah, I don't care. Um, and now our son has, it. so I've been, I've been doing lots of long walks um, in Greenwood Cemetery. Cause I can, you know, I got my mask on, but I'm still trying to stay away from people because who knows? So um, yeah. I just walk in the cemetery for like an hour, just pushing the stroller with Arlo and letting me get some air. Um, sure. So one of the cup tributes was just too dark. The music was just dark, and I'm like, I just can't handle <laughs> handle this right now. So tell us, say that we, one. Come on, say that one. Just say it. Oh, it's 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 a uh, it uh, it's, uh called poet, but it's a tribute album to Towns Van Zandt. Oh, okay, just, yeah, yeah, like really, heavy, heavy, really heavy songs that was sure. gonna
2: be my number one pick for you justin i was like oh justin <laughs> two and one it's gonna be it's that going one
3: down. i i almost <laughs> went that and then i i listened to and i ma- listened to the song maria which if you've never listened to the Willie nelson cover of, is amazing but mm. it's dark it's real dark and i was just like i can't listen to more of this album so yeah um and so then i was like oh i know one that we oft it's came up many times at the lounge i don't think we've ever played a song off of it and it's uh it's a tribute to a person, but also a tribute to a genre. So oh, wow. I'm going, um, I'm going with, with and it, it just happened to be the other person I'm gonna do, which is Dylan, and I'm doing uh Dylan's Gospel, the brothers and there you go. sisters. I thought you um, loved
0: to do that. I, I stayed away from we've talked well, you and I have talked about that a lot. It's yeah. a great, great
3: record. So um I um I had never kind of researched, it. I just knew it was like a a a group of, it started as a group of like backup singers, um, who are out in LA that just so happened to be that a lot of them in their spare time also sang in church choirs. Um, but this guy, um, Lou, uh, Adler, I think it's, let me make sure. It's, uh, yeah. Lou Adler, who also is famous for, um, he puts on the Mon- uh, Monterey international pop festival. Mm. Um, but he, he in 69, he was at, you know, um, a lot of people don't think about and talk about how Dylan's music, especially early on was actually influenced a lot by gospel. Um, no one wants mm-hmm. to talk they don't talk enough about that influence. So the whole album is he's like, I want to play tribute to Dylan and we're going to cover his songs, but it's also to show people how much of his songs like work as, as gospel songs as well, which I thought exactly. was pretty cool. A tribute to a tribute. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. And, and it's a stellar group. It has, yeah. um, um mary clayton who's known for the vocals on giving shelter sings on it with the rolling stones and so just a lot of other people um and then it was like track so every track is a banger it's hard to pick a one and there's one that every time i hear it i'm like i like this dylan song but it sounds amazing as a gospel song and it's hilarious <laughs> that they made it into a gospel song which is lay lady lay Dilay. and so, oh so good um it's so good that it's, it's, you know, you think of a church choir and they're singing about, you know. So. <laughs> and I'm glad you picked
0: know. this one because I actually I feel like one thing's with tribute albums is sometimes I'm like, why am I listening to this? I should just listen to the original. Um, mm-hmm. But with this song, I actually love this version of it much better than the Dylan song. It's yeah. one of my not least favorite Dylan songs, but there's so many other Dylan songs I like more. You gospel this one up with an amazing choir, like you said, it makes it phenomenal because it's still a great tune. Yeah. But yeah, that's awesome. And it's also,
3: um, it's apparently incredibly rare to get this um, album, Light in the Attic Records, released it in like 2014 or something like that. Um, but if you, if you see something by Light in the Attic, you got to purchase it right away because they don't really re-release after they do reissues. So um, mm. I've been trying to hunt down some of their other LPs that they've released this past year, and it's almost yeah. impossible i told you i got the
0: og upstairs you've seen it that's the uh that's interesting yeah that's
3: great. so no um uh so i'm gonna play play lady lay by the the brothers and sisters
1: i love that shell silverstein uh reference to light in the attic records yeah oh yeah
0: it's a great label
3: great reissue label and uh the beginning the opening bass line is
4: Lay, lady, lay, 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 lay lay across that.
0: beautiful beautiful the brothers and sisters lay lady lay a, a tribute to bob dylan a gospel tribute strongly recommend everyone checking out that entire album and that's more one of the subdued album songs too like mm-hmm. they really, yeah. really rip into the gospel and some of them are like hey mr. Tam- mr tambourine man and a few others and um that's beautiful, though. Uh, also, a great rec- a great album cover, too. With yeah. the black and- it's black and white listeners. If you haven't seen it, it's all black and white. And there's like a, a I don't know if it's a painting or a picture of Dylan uh, up on the side of the church. just kind of like mounted there, leaning against mm-hmm. it. So, Really beautiful. Really, really beautiful. Yeah, I actually didn't know Light in the Attic reissued that because I had grabbed that original. Jeez, at this point, it's like eight years ago or something like that. I-, I remember seeing it somewhere and like, this is just cool. Um, and I didn't know that they actually reissued it. I didn't even know that.
3: Yeah, uh, apparently and as you, Jeff, you and I have talked about this. I'm just like a lot of, you know, how you're able to get your hands on stuff is just how commercially successful it was when it came out originally. So like yeah. in 69, when that came out, it it was, it was a flop. People did not love it. Um, yeah. and then it kind of got revived later on as, as this like collector's mm-hmm. item type kind of thing. So
0: yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. Great, great, great choice, fellas. Any other thoughts on the the Dylan gospel?
1: Uh, it's just beautiful. Loved it. Really it cool. So good. Yeah, made it their own in a way too.
0: Yeah. No, totally good a tribute to Bob Dylan, and I feel like he has a lot of tributes. And I think, uh, you know, I love when an artist does a tribute in their own style. That's completely. Kind of their own and isn't just i'm not trying to regurgitate a song they're just going to kind of make it their own in their own genre so cool yeah, like a, re-
2: a reinterpretation yeah that was cool
3: yeah yeah
0: um i'll go next because mine is uh, unless you want to say something justin sorry you want to add something else
3: i was just gonna say our, our friends at pitchfork gave it a seven but the reissue a seven yeah i don't yeah. agree yeah. with
0: that yeah, It's not a seven yeah there is there is set there are four I I we should rate pitchfork. I just rate pitchfork. We should do
2: that. It should be a segment where we we'll rate pitchfork reviews.
0: I know. We we, each we pick one and rate one. Yeah, like rate its review. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah rate, um, rate not, the review itself. Not the album, just the not review. Not the review. Like, oh, yeah, man, that poor word choice there. Yeah. Yeah. Poor word choice. Awesome. I'll go next cuz mine's uh mine's similar. I'll keep on theme um with uh what Justin did and what I just mentioned. Um so yeah, uh tribute albums. I actually uh Tribute albums are interesting. I was just saying that, and as I was going down the rabbit hole of tribute albums, I uh, found this quote, and I was like, "I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that." But apparently, Stereo Gum, um, the music publication, did a post some years ago, and they called tribute albums "quote possibly the most universally derided format in pop music." Um, I was like, "Oh, that's interesting. Like, what's wrong with tribute albums?" And then I think it kind of goes to this idea of you know tribute albums can be a little stuffy or a little pretentious or a little bit like you know up up people's own butts right like oh we're celebrating this person yeah, yeah. And we're, or we're like,
2: like yeah or like unnecessary yeah, right. like a lot of
0: or yeah. just like you know it's just a little kind of like i don't know uh maybe trite too it's like oh we're just gonna mm. but the reason is possibly that they just do the songs kind of the same way it's like well why the hell are you just doing it the same way Just like a, a rock band covering a rock a tribute to a rock band or like you know covering ta- uh, a tribute to towns and just doing like it in a folk way or it's just like well i'll just listen to towns then um what's the point of listening to somebody else sing the song the same way so i put that parameter on myself i was like oh, I, I kind of agree with that i don't really listen to tribute albums like if i'm honest like i don't really like listen to tribute albums if they come out I, i'll give them a chance but again i'd probably go to the original so i said i want it to be something that is very different than the original like it's not even close at all to the original completely different genre and then i also wanted to be someone kind of recent um because i feel like tribute albums are often like oh that person's dead and let's tribute to him um mm-hmm. or like you know like like dylan like he's been around forever we're gonna give him a tribute um So I wanted to have two parameters. One, the genre was completely different and the style was completely different. And then two, it was something somewhat more contemporary. So the tribute album that I'm going towards is Radiohead. In Mm. 2001, uh, this string quartet, I don't know if there's a quartet, this classical outfit called um, the Vitamin uh, Vitamin String Quartet did an all classical tribute to Radiohead's OK Computer um in 2001 really good album yeah and actually i couldn't remember rob maybe you and i've talked about it like it sparked in my mind it has it wasn't on any list or anything like that i was just like oh yeah when i came with those parameters i was like there's a radiohead thing And I couldn't remember the name of it. And I had to listen to it probably 15 years. But I was like, I remember there being a classical Radiohead thing where they did all of OK Computer uh, as a string quartet. I was like, let me find out about that. So uh, in 2001, it was October of 2001, uh, the Vitamin String Quartet covers OK Computer. I think it's called Strung Out on okay computer and it's funny also because it came out in 2001 and if i'm correct okay computer comes out in 1997 so it's like not that long after which is kind of interesting it's like all right these guys wrote these really amazing songs they they're they're the rock band of our era and kind of our redefining rock and roll um and they're really cool songs let's do them differently um
4: yeah.
2: so yeah you get what a lot of that say? in like jazz and classical i feel like where they're like uh some are more uh honest and forthright than others about like why they're doing them right um but like taking popular music and like doing a tribute album in like a jazz style or classical style or all this sort of stuff this one just happens to be really really good
0: and honestly if it is kind of like for a pr scheme cool still cool right? right? like yeah, good for yeah, you right big if it, to you, yeah right if it gets people to listen to the vitamin string quartet and then maybe research to their other stuff like hey everyone's got an angle um It also reminds me a little bit, I remember one of the first songs I ever heard by the Bad Plus was a cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit. And I was like, whoa, like I've never heard, you know, I love Smells Like Teen Spirit and to hear the Bad Plus play it like that. So that kind of got me thinking to like tributes in a completely Mm -hmm. different genre. So um, this is the string quartet. And I chose, uh, I went with Paranoid Android because that's one of my favorite songs off the album. And to hear it done by a string quartet is pretty cool. So let's dive in to Vitamin String quartet on the album Strung Out on OK Computer, a tribute to Radiohead. And this is Paranoid Android. Paranoid Android by the Vitamin String Quartet, a tribute to Radiohead.
3: So cool, right? That was yeah, I remember they did a whole series in like the early 2000s. They just like did a ton of artists like that same group. Oh, really? Okay. And were, it was that. it was all like strung out on blank. So, for cool. instance, I'm surprised. Oh, well, maybe Rob will pick this. Look at this whoa oh Oh. (laughs)
2: wow
3: so that's like their thing i didn't
0: know Uh. that existed
3: well look at that here it is
0: yeah honestly i didn't (laughs) do a ton of research into them (laughs) and uh so that's great to hear this is their thing um nice and also the other thing i loved about it one i'm gonna check out all that strung out that was uh, listeners out there. That was strung out on Taking Back Sunday that, that that Justin just played, which I think that might be the first time that Justin ever pulled up an emo song. Let's give a shout out to that. He pulled up an emo song. A emo song. Um, <laughs> but um, I think another thing that I loved about that is it it really highlighted the beauty of the Radiohead song, right? Mm-hmm. Like that the arrangement, the melody. You're like, whoa, like it's a rock song yeah obviously originally but the way they do it's like wow there's a this is a beautiful fucking song
1: you know if class- i didn't know any better like somebody could have convinced me that radiohead covered that <laughs> right you know what i mean like yeah. if i didn't know any better like i could see somebody saying like that was an original that's an original interpret- radiohead like, it sounded covered like it was meant yeah yeah like the way they arranged it it sounded like it was meant to be arranged for string instruments like it, it yeah. really did just feel like it was meant to be arranged like that it was beautiful it was great yeah.
0: there you go vitamin strung out i heard they did a strung out of blood menace uh that would be awesome
2: <laughs> done... 200 stab wounds <laughs> did, you see their... did you see their wikipedia
0: no they've uh-huh. done Honestly. like they've I done you. like
2: like Maybe a hundred of these. Like go to their Wikipedia. See, I'm not there sure if is... that,
0: I'm not sure if that elevates them for me or lessens it. Because I was really excited. Dude, like, oh, they did this one tribute so, album. Now this is their thing. Oh, man, you're really they like...
2: have they have so many that they're divided up by the alphabet. Like get out of ready? Here. I'm gonna start. Ready? Give yeah. me one second. I'm gonna start scrolling and I'll tell you when I get to the bottom. Ready? Yep.
0: One, two, three, four, five. Not a joke. Six. Still going? <laughs> Seven. 8 Still going just stop okay i'll take a look honestly i just i thought like i had found this hidden gem of a tribute album
2: i I mean i think you kind of did they seem like it kind of started around then but they've done like fallout boy three times wow i leaf foo fighters duran duran
3: well there you go folks
2: 182 bright eyes bon jovi uh wow oh yeah i had
3: the so (laughs) i had the, the um the, the I just saw it and I thought I had this and then I saw I had the um, and they did three volumes with this group I only had one of the volumes which is uh, to, to, In- to Incubus <laughs> they get, uh, get out of here
4: they did Incubus?
0: Volume. oh my goodness this is they're like yeah, the volume, they're like the Walmart scared, of tribute two, bands and so then just...
2: seriously <laughs> yeah. they have a whole section just called uh,
0: I take my pick uh, back
2: miscellaneous compilations it was still amazing <laughs> that's yeah, i agree they have uh yeah. they have they still great i mean i think it's piece the, the also the songwriting of radiohead that even in that context like that song still rocks like oh, even yeah. that string cover was then, great then it, yeah no i totally agree yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah i remember i remember now that i think of you know when you used to go to the mall to thumb through cds you know it, oh it, yeah it in there and it they would always like throw them in with the cd so if you're looking through radiohead it would be like oh Find what album is this it's like oh strung out on <laughs> <laughs> <All> Right."
2: <laughs> i found this rare
3: it, it radiohead three, album yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's all a... three twilight movies what they have uh the gay wedding collection it came out in 2008 just every time. sorry I, I we could go down the rabbit hole for the next That's three good hours i, I am away, deleting that tab
0: I am going to listen to everything they ever put out now moving forward. But there we go. Strung out doing Radiohead, a tribute, a classical (laughs) tribute to Radiohead and every other band that ever existed
4: (laughs) in the history of music.
0: You can find it all. If you like that, folks, you can find any band you ever listened to. Strung out did whatever it is. tribute. And if
3: you didn't like it, You'll find
0: one that, one you, that, do, that you do so. like... all <laughs> all right, yeah. If you want if to try hear...
3: like that one, try another. <laughs>
0: right. one. If you're at all interested in what uh, your favorite band sounds like, classical, you went to the right place. Um, cool. Bones uh, or Rob, what you got? <laughs> Are you just gonna do another vitamin um... strung out? Just pick one. Pick follow up or Just keep going. Yeah.
1: Who wants to go? Um, I can. I can go ahead. Um... Cool. So, so when I was thinking of uh, tribute albums, like, part of this idea came from, we were recently talking about topics and, and potential topics for the show or whatnot, and we were talking about, um, uh, we were talking about, like, you know, artists who had passed recently, so I started going, like, trying to look for maybe artists who had passed in, in January, but wasn't really finding much inspiration there. And so I just started thinking about like what a tribute album is or means. And a lot of them are like, you know, they're, they're celebrations of an artist's yes. life or their work. It's often like commemorating, but um, there is one that I, I, I recalled, um I have it on wax upstairs, but it's more of a mourning versus a, celebration it's more of a a gut reaction after an artist had passed wow and then doing a tribute album of all of this artist's songs and an immediate response um Hmm. and that that album is by um the lead singer of my morning jacket jim james um who under the yim yames put out a george harrison tribute album uh, he recorded it in two thousand and one days after George Harrison had passed. Wow, but this was released in in o nine and okay. it's, a, it's very much like a gut reaction morning of the passing of george Harrison. He recorded it on a he recorded on an eight track tape to tape reel, very raw, and said. And was quoted as like, didn't really care how this really came out production-wise. I just felt like I had to put this out there. Like that was just his gut reaction. So I thought it was cool that it was a tribute album, yeah. not just celebrating the life and work, yeah. but more so like a mourning uh, and 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 the reaction to like a an influencer's passing. So,
0: yeah, that's sweet. It's like that um, visceral reaction. So of the life.
1: song I picked from this yes. this tribute to. Um, by Jim James. Sweet, yeah,
0: yeah, that's awesome, Bones.
1: Exactly. It's just like you know, if sometimes you can't convey your emotions verbally, and you, you do it through songs. So, um, so yeah. Anyway, um, pick this track. Um, yeah, uh, my sweet lord, uh, the George Harrison song. Let's do it. Performed by uh, Jim James. Awesome. Here we go.
0: yim yames jim james my sweet lord a george harrison cover now bones is that whole album george harrison
3: songs Mm -hmm. yeah okay i I remember that come on like an ep yeah Yeah, that's beautiful Um, he's he's involved in a lot of like tribute cover mm -hmm. albums um he was actually my runner-up for Dylan. I was going to do the going mm. to Acapulco from the I'm Not uh, There soundtrack, which is an amazing. Mm. cover. That's a great that cover song. too. That's a good, co- that's it. Yeah, with Colexicos who he plays with, that's it's so good. Mm.
0: I think he's also on, and I don't think I'll spoil it. If I doubt Rob picked this, but I, isn't he on, is he on the Day of the Dead? Uh, does he do a track on that? I mean, it's 5,000 songs. It's got to be. I know. <laughs> I think every indie, like, every, like, indie yeah. folk every modern person. modern indie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Um, but no, Bones, that's cool. And I think uh, I really love that, the story for it, right? Like, mm-hmm. that, like, I said mm-hmm. earlier, but I, like, wow, like, one of my heroes died. And I need to process right. that. Um, and I'm going to process it by, like, playing music, um, which is resonates with me, right? Like, whenever... There's something yeah. going on. It's like, let me and turn to not- music. I'll turn to music.
1: It wasn't like he recorded that to then say like, oh yeah, I definitely want to put this out. Like he recorded it in 2001, but it wasn't released till 09. So Which it is wasn't. Great. It wasn't like, like this marketing oh, yeah, I'm scheme capitalized. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so I thought that was cool and respectable yeah. too. Like and was, classic I'm Jim James. Recorder. I mean, I don't care
0: it is so drenched in reverb. I mean, there's so much reverb. Yeah. On it. It's like, it's of <laughs> reverb. <heavenly. laughs> so much yeah. reverb. Jim James loves uh, turning yeah. up the dial on the reverb. Like a, like an angel, just an angelic choir. Um, but still, still of, very ge- of himself. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's cool. Oh Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> like a whole bunch choir of, of, a whole himself, bunch of gyms. Sure. Just All these in gyms sure.
1: just hanging around <laughs> shoulder arm in arm. Just reverbed out. Uh,
0: Hare Krishna. Um, <laughs> Dalai Lama. Um, yeah, no Bones. That's cool. That's really, really cool. I'm gonna go back and check out that album. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Robert James Hughes, close us out.
3: <laughs> tribute album.
2: That, that is my name, Jeffrey Victor Glog. Thank you for introducing <laughs> me for my, my God given yeah, name. A tribute. Yeah,
3: the, the government names out here. Your gov- yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, why, why are you throwing my government out? Um <laughs> Rob, yeah, what do you attribute to? Are you going to do like a Minus Joey? Did you do a cover of a Minus Joey tribute band? I did. Which I recorded
2: a- one specifically for that. It's a Munchies covered band.
0: Ooh, that would be great. No.
2: Um, this was a tough one because like like you said, like tribute albums are not something that I was like particularly into or like have done a lot. You know what I mean? It's something I'm like like shy away from a little bit. Um, it's funny you mentioned that Stereogum uh, quote about – uh but tribute albums being what was the quote jeff about them being sort of one of the most like derided like derided which is funny because i almost went with uh they put out an okay computer tribute album uh themselves who did like <laughs> in 2000 the stereo gum oh really okay yeah, they yeah did. it was I like an unofficial that. tribute compilation they just asked a bunch of artists if they like to do cover a pick a song from okay computer okay and they put it out I don't even know if it ever came out physically. It was more of kind of like a digital release sort of thing. And I thought about going with that and I was just looking around for something, just, you know, thinking about artists and, you know, uh, just seeing what might be out there. Um, and I stumbled across, uh, if anyone was paying attention to the beers, this uh, replacements. Oh, there's a replacement. Album. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, put out by this, super small label out of Oakland called 123 go records um, the tribute album is called will inherit the earth cool um, and the reason i picked it so the, the label is actually pretty cool if like you're looking for um, some reprints or like they're you know they've put out most recently records by like pinhead gunpowder they've put out some buzzcock stuff wait is isn't pinhead
0: is pinhead gunpowder billy joe's first band isn't it
2: is i think it is it i think it it
0: is i feel like that's that's, it sorry i'm taking this off track but i feel like pinhead gunpowder is billy joe billy not billy joel billy joe from green days (laughs) it
2: is yeah 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 is it really yes so apparently i don't know why i remember that they put out a piece that's a good good callback thank you it looks like uh yeah looks like the, they might have put out some of his first stuff back in the day okay and like reissued it or whatever i was just looking through their discography because i didn't really heard of them and i was looking through the bands on this this the tribute to uh to the replacements which came out in 2006 and it, of all these sort of like smaller minor bands like against me was on there oh and in oh 2006, that's cool. And again, in 2006, Against Me, against me had already put out Reinventing Axl Rose yeah. and as the Eternal Cowboy. And it was right before, like, so they were big. They were, like, as big as yeah. they were ha- had ever been. Yeah. And I think New Wave comes out after that, which is, like, their first, like, major label debut. New Wave. I, there it is. Not a, <laughs> not a good record. Not a good record. I don't hate New have, Wave, but... I have that one. I don't hate it either, but I'm not, like, it's not...
0: Uh, it's not Reinventing Axl Rose, which is the greatest Yeah, album.
2: and... It, and they put out uh, right. Searching for uh, Former Clarity, too, by that point, I think. I mean, forget when that comes out. That was pretty good. Anyway, huh. I was like, oh, shit. There's all these, like, smaller bands, like, the small local Oakland label. And then all of a sudden, it gets me, pops up. And I was like, oh, this That's is cool. Great. Let me check it out. Um, and bucking the trend of Everybody Tonight, it's a rock band covering a rock song. So it just sounds like Against Me covering uh, Bastards of Young, which I think which is, is cool. a really, really good replacement yeah. song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's got that like very against me twinge to it, mm-hmm. which is cool. But it's, um, so again, it was just like one of those things that like caught my eye. And I thought it was interesting. Yeah, sort that's of awesome. like the story behind like the label and how like, against me, like, I'd be interested to see how like against me being a Gainesville band ends up on this small, it's a record store in Oakland as well. Like record store, record labels, compilation in 2006 to the replacements at arguably like the biggest time in their career that they're yeah. like, Oh sure. We'll cover, We'll record this. Um, mm-hmm. And it must be out of print, and I don't think they ever released it digitally because all I could find is like a pretty high res cover, uh, live cover of it. Mm. Which is oh cool. wow! Okay, yeah, that's. Pretty- um, I searched high and low like all day for the last two days to see like there must it must be out there somewhere, and I. Just it's not didn't. out
0: there. The whole internet it's does not, not have it. Wow.
2: The internet does <laughs> not have it. Uh, they do have an updated version where Lara Jane Grace does do, uh, their version of it. Uh, can you see it? you I mean, you looking at my UPS? Yes. Are mm-hmm. you looking at? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, he, uh, Lord Jane Grace, does do uh, st- apparently still plays the song, so it's still in the Against Me repertoire. So awesome. without further ado, it's it's not even on YouTube This I had to go to Daily Motion. I saw you that. See, like, yeah. Like that's awesome. If you want to, you want to stream like uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, because we can do that <laughs> too. Yes. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, it it's too. all on Daily Motion, baby. Here we go. I will go full screen. And yeah. go. Baby,
0: Yes, sir. Against me, bastards of young. A tribute to the replacements. Which album's that off? Is that off? Let it be, or is that off? I can't recall off the top of my head which replacements album that's off. Is it Let know, It be, or Is, it, is it Tim? Is it Let It Be? I don't know. It's, it's either Tim I or. Feel Let it.
3: like it's on Let It Be.
0: It might be Tim, or is it the other one? Um, yeah, which one's that on, Rob? I see you looking it up.
3: I am looking
2: at it. It's on Tim.
0: Yeah, it's on Tim. Okay. Yeah, I got those upstairs. Those are great albums. Um, and Rob, you mentioned something earlier about a rock band covering a rock band, but I think that's a little different. Like, the replacements are huge if you're like a, you know, a music nerd, but they're not a household name. Right?
2: No, yeah, they're like a like a band's band. They're like, right. They like they in they're one of those bands. A like, good example of like a band that influenced all the bands that you love.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I think mm-hmm. that's a cool point, right? So like in 2006, when they're putting out that record and playing that song at the show, you got these kids, you know, myself included in 2006, yeah. that didn't grow up with the replacements because they're early 1980s. Yeah, they broke um, up in like
2: 90, 90, like, like 91. 90, 91, right? Oh, wicked yeah, like early. The, at the latest. Oh yeah, yeah they were, and they and, were a disaster exactly, like, were of a band. Much but that's my point, right? Like,
0: oh, they were all <laughs> drunks train- and they were, oh, they were a train wreck. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying yeah. is like they influenced all those bands and that, that led those kids at that show and who listened to that tribute album to be like, oh, wait, who were who the replacements? And I'm going to go right, back and right. listen to Tim. Yeah, and I'm then you the yeah, like, like,
2: like, oh, there's a history
0: here, this. right? Like there's, there's a history. And again, we talked before, about our band could be your life. They're, they're, in, they're in that book, right? Because they're, influ- they're so influential yeah. in that, that
3: scene. It's interesting. There's just so many bands that are like that, right? That another one comes to mind is like, although they've gotten majorly, I think, more popular in our lifetime, is like Big Star. Just like oh, how yeah. they've, and just like a revival of their, but you know, they, critics they hated huge. it. Yeah, they hated it. Well, no, excuse me. Critics,
0: that's the funny thing is, critics love critics them. love them. The popular, the popular. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're they're popular.
3: Like,
2: Ahead of oh, the yeah. time type of thing, yeah.
0: Exactly, right. So, no, and I think that that's what's cool about a tribute album is like we're going to play a tribute to someone that people should know, um, mm. and they don't, yeah. right? Like musicians being like, hey, you should know The Replacements, all you kids that are listening to us, against me in 2006. And if you don't, go back and check them out.
2: Yeah, that's let's cool. do a book report on that. Like, so how does this been for Minneapolis? In 2006, 25 years after they broken up, this record label in Oakland end up doing tribute album yeah, and then gets like all these people just the kind of interesting sort of like East. it was weird yeah
0: no no that's cool no that's pretty cool well there we go folks we got tribute Mm -hmm. albums we've got Bob Dillion getting tribute from the gospel we've got um, Vitamin strung out tribute to every band (laughs) ever tonight it was Radiohead (laughs) we got Yim Yames Jim James tribute to the legend George Harrison closing it out replacement's tribute by another band that will probably have a tribute album in our lifetime at some point is against me um
2: string uh, vitamin c string quartet's already working on it <laughs> they're working on it right
0: it's vitamin coming. c it's vitamin c yeah um Awesome boys That's cool I love it <laughs> Tribute albums That great um, I think that's really In line with our Anniversary and debut albums Like we kind of clo- I feel like we're Closing the trifecta Debut, anniversary, tribute Feels mm-hmm. feels good to me It Feels good to me We're gonna close it out Folks if you have Any other tribute albums That we should listen to Hit us up On the Needle Groove Lounge And we'll uh, Listen to it but There we go fellas I'll see you on the other side For the last call J-Mac you sticking around? I'm here. Night-night. My man. All right, folks. We'll see you later the last call. All
3: right. We are
0: back at the lounge after that commercial break from Gerber. I don't know. (laughs) We're not sponsored by anybody. Teflon pants by Gerber. Exactly. Um, Yes, we are back after our first segment tribute albums paying tribute to all those bands out there. But we're at the last call. You all came here for the last call. You're ready to go. You're raring to go. You want to hear some new music and you're at the place to hear some new music. And I believe I want to confirm that we said this fellas as our listeners know, the last call is new music. The last four, five, six, seven months, except moving forward. Because J-Mac last week off-air said, boys, let's put 2021 in the past. Let's only focus on 2022. So that means my opening segment of saying the last four, five, six, seven months doesn't quite apply. It's really the last two, three weeks and upcoming tracks if everyone played by J-Mac's rules tonight. Um, And now rules are made to be broken but we'll see <laughs>
3: especially at that, the lounge that means Jeff broke it he are. <laughs> I chose something from 1997 we we'll listen so to Radiohead that means,
2: that means Jeff's uh, record came out in April of last year <laughs> exactly
0: nope I'm sticking to the rules. I respect Danny J Mac. I wasn't sure he was going to be here tonight. I think he'll like my track, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Anyways, tonight you're listening to songs from 2022 and the boys are going to put them through the gauntlet. They're going to pound if they love them and they're going to listen tomorrow with their cereal and download the song buy the album, go to the show or they're going to sip it. If they think it's a, Cool song. A sip. We need like we
2: need like some stings when you say <laughs> pound. It's like <laughs> pound. Like, yes. Sip, sip. A sip L- if they think L- it's L- solid, L- and then the no sip. Like, and I do want to yeah, say we a some morning radio DJ. Um, <laughs> yeah. This year,
0: the last few episodes have been strong for the lounge. Many many pounds jmac is convinced he never had nothing less <laughs> than a pound he said that last That's week. For it. he said it last week but nobody's confirmed it with factual data um but we'll believe him we'll believe him that he's never had nothing less than a pound will he keep that up tonight
2: no <laughs> jeff, I mean not. Double, jeff was that double negative on purpose it
0: wasn't but now it sounded as Never I was, had
3: nothing less as i was saying it
0: it felt awesome like it felt really great so i'm glad i said double
3: negative it. can we just writing and saying double negatives is awesome i don't whoever made up that you, you ain't supposed to do nothing like that <laughs> that's great no, that they're really are effective great. <laughs> very effective that's
0: why i did it that's why i did it your host tonight did it for the uh the effect um but will daddy j mac in with another pound i think one of the boys is no, just gonna i'm no getting, sip I'm getting no
3: sip tonight oh, I know I, that. they want to take
0: him down a notch
3: no just for my know. for my selection i know oh okay all right all right well here we go i'm getting, I'm getting crazy
0: you want to start or no now that you said that I, start,
3: I, I mean i started last round but i'm not i'll scared. go this I, round i'll start uh, i'll start this
0: oh, round never rob start. never I'm starts my, yeah. Let rob I never start. start
2: rob go ahead i'm buddy. usually unprepared but it still finishes Uh the listeners at home I'm flexing um, so for this week I have hold on hold on oh the oh, beers yeah, it's yeah. I always forget segment two yeah yep. I know and I'm two. so
0: hype about no sips um
3: <laughs> Justin what are you drinking tonight for yeah. the last call um I got um we featured zero gravity before but I got oh, a little different wolf, beer the little little wolf little 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 Oh, no, they're not just a little, a little yeah, no, bit of that. How much bass? So, Hello, no. Um, but yeah, I still milk in a um, I got a zero gravity 12 pack mixer, which is amazing. You should pick it up if you and, see it mm-hmm.
2: and good for your waistline, Justin. Technically, if you read the side <laughs> of that can, gluten free.
3: Oh, you're not trim. allowed, was,
2: you're not not allowed to see. <laughs> you're not allowed to say gluten-free because it technically yeah. could have gluten, but it's gluten-reduced. They got gluten-reduced inside of the can. It's yeah. a good one.
0: he was he's he was feeling tremia yeah, while I was <laughs> drinking. <man>. I, I <laughs>
2: you, you're looking thinner on this um, feed right now. I gotta say. Well, that's <laughs> a lie. <laughs> Rob, go ahead. How are you feeling? Uh, feeling trim? I got a you know I'm I'm on the tribute theme as well uh, as we all discussed. Notch put out a bunch of new beers. uh the right down the street from my house, so I have our. And you work there. I do. I have our tribute to Pills and Raquel. our standard. Oh, Check I saw Check that. Excuse me.
0: Updated logo though, uh, or label, I should say. Is that true?
2: Updated logo designed by yours truly.
0: You designed that? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I oh, I most of things, no shameless plug. Shameless no plug. <laughs> if you live in Pennsylvania or New York, you can have it shipped to you.
2: It can directly to your home. I know you can. Exactly. every month if you'd like to have a beer subscription wait not new york oh, that's no oh, york. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry i'm we sorry just pa
3: we had to do it under the table
2: yeah yeah yeah, yeah hit,
3: hit your boy up hit your boy up on instagram <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> it out dm us for more uh anyway it's
2: a carbon copy of a pilsner kelle uh recipe with everything except for the hop used in american hop
0: the standard damn, damn right spice on there. the standard beautiful yep. thanks rob <laughs> uh Bones, basement bones, psychedelic bones, award-winning bones. What you
2: got? Uh, awarding photographer to... bones. Here we go.
1: <laughs> I mean it's true. I uh, want <laughs> a Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, I had this beer on either uh, last yeah. week or the week before. Oh the, yeah. The, the yeah. lager Pale yag- Yager <laughs> Yager Pale Lager <laughs> <laughs> from a uh, funk Brewing here, Funk in the Lehigh Valley. So. Funk Brewing, yeah, that's up by Jesse, you. can we
2: ask you if people want to see this award-winning photo? Where do we go?
1: <laughs> I think it's on Facebook.
3: I don't think you put that, it on your grand
1: family tree farm. No, Did I you didn't, didn't.
2: You
3: didn't. You didn't put don't, it on put your. That a, a put that award. award on. No, no, no. Put that out
0: there. <laughs> put it out there. Yeah, I want a fucking oh, tree. Yeah. I want a big tree. Um cool i'll close this out i got another <laughs> uh beer i like to keep it local when i see something that i don't know and so this is uh i don't know if you guys heard it. it's ours uh in philadelphia um from on Passyunk avenue bones right over there uh the guy at the beer store that i was talking about was like yeah the really cool beer out of philadelphia and this is a swartz beer black lager uh, really nice. delicious yeah they it's do some awesome favorite. stuff so yeah yeah yeah, bones, check it out. So yeah, right on Patch I've never been, didn't hear of it. I saw it. I was like, yo, man, I never heard of that. Like, yeah, really cool stuff. Yeah. I think it's Rs A R S. I'm not sure exactly how they pronounce ours. it, but ours Uh it's yeah. It's, uh, it's a, all pirate py- yes, all pirates. All pirate names. <laughs> it's called The Shimmering Abyss and it's a Schwarzbier Black Lager at four point two percent. I really like it. It's pretty cool. Sounds sounds piratey. Shipper. It is
2: love a, good Swart, love
0: a good swartz beer. Good, me too. I've really been into them recently. So when I saw that, I said, I don't know this beer. It's from Philadelphia. I'm going to support you. Get at oh, it.
2: Small little joint.
0: Yeah. Yeah, right on Patch There. Uh, and I, I like it down nice. that area in passion It's a great record store there called Beautiful World Syndicate. Um yes, so we're at it again. Enjoy those beers as you pound sip or no sip. Rob, you're gonna kick us off with your first track tonight, 2022. Damn.
2: That's I it. have a uh, the bonginator just released another. I'm just kidding. The bonginator. Oh, oh the bonginator. No, yeah. I was. I, was, we... I had, a little, had a little. fun last <laughs> week. Had a little fun. I forgot week. about that. I wanted to get serious. Ooh, he's serious I wanted to do a Cool track. I wanted to Do something. Some cultural significance. Ooh. Uh, so, uh, I have a track from a scene we've addressed a number of times. I think it's cool uh from uk super producer not super producer i'm being hyperbolic uh ben mark producers worked with johnny greenwood uh uh grimes like basically everybody in the uk scene you can think of that's cool uh this dude ben mark has worked on some tracks with them uh and he's finally doing the uh the old college dropout situation and uh putting out his own record uh in april he's dropped a number of tracks uh he's put out two singles in 2021 okay. uh, he just put out a single on the 12th uh of another track from the record awesome uh and it's really really cool um so i'll just play it let's do it he's uh ben mark it's called mustard Ooh. that's amazing,
3: <laughs> that's amazing. Mustard. Um, Thank you.
0: Sir Mustard by Ben Mark. I noticed off Innovative Leisure, which is an awesome label. Um,
2: off the forthcoming
0: album, Glass Effect. Glass Effect, awesome. Um, and I'll save my questions for after I go. But um, yeah, awesome. Uh, J Mac, let's hear from you first. Are you pounding? Are you sipping? Or are you no sipping? You lil wolf. You're lil wolf. Lil wolf. Lil wolf. Big pound that little wolf is getting sent out there. Big pound for a big pound for a little wolf. Um, Finisher. I can't finish her. Tell us what you got to say about that track.
3: Yeah, I think, um, um, I've just been listening to some stuff like that. Some newer music, um, like minimalist music. Isn't the quite the term I think captures it, but it's similar to me. um, and uh I, as it was playing i just was reading a brief little article on stereo gum uh, about it and he said um the album um it's hopeful we all need as much of that as we can get and it's kind of mm-hmm. how i'm feeling right now so it, it, i was i was vibing on it
0: resonates it resonates with the jmac beautiful uh Bonious, let's see what you got tonight lager lager lover
1: lager lover adamiel lager looks like a hat oh trick to me
2: boy.
1: yeah going winner,
2: winner chicken dinner <clears throat> <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> uh, for, for similar reasons i i love the rawness of it like individually some of those instruments if you will like didn't didn't sound great but then when they were all pieced together just like just like it was one of those tracks that just hit you like wow everything just all of a sudden just came into sync and it was really cool um yeah, that. But it was just a, just a fun tune. Yeah, just, you know, I could put that on repeat for hours. I feel like you know, yeah, it just has in the background. Great. Mm-hmm. Well, where'd you say he's it. from?
2: From the UK. Yeah. Okay. From Birmingham specifically. So, uh, he played on Johnny Greenwood's The Master. The oh movie. yeah. He yeah. did that. He's done. He's played with Sun Ra. Uh, no, I'm just reading Dizzy Rascal. He's produced tracks for. Um, I don't know what he's done with he's done stuff with China Moses Soweto Kinch uh, Charles Mingus I don't know how that happened but hmm. anyway he's just like one of those UK producers that's kind of been like bubbling Doing around sort of like jazz yeah. world music scene a little bit No, oh, yeah awesome uh,
0: well
3: I am next and uh, I'm going to pound to it yeah even more than he's he's done stuff with Sun Ra Orchestra yeah. <laughs> Mal- Mal- Malutu Estake the Ethiopian jazz guy yeah, I love it. I um, I think one of those I,
2: dudes that has handled a lot of stuff. It feels like, and now it's finally kind of stepping out, which
0: is cool. Yeah, making it happen for him. So yeah, I just I just uploaded for us that that UK jazz uh, mixtape that I made, um, and that could have fit in perfectly. And I've been listening to a lot of that stuff. Uh, that could have fit right in there. And I didn't know him, so I always uh, I love that idea there. Um, and Innovative Leisure is such a cool label. I recommend everyone follow them. They put out a lot of cool stuff. Um, what. Well,
3: while we're on that, here's a, here's a question I've been pondering. This is a little off track, but let's, let's go there. So I recently picked up um, Mad Lib, which um, in this article, he says, uh, this artist, uh, Ben Mark, talks about Mad Lib heavily influenced this album, Glass Effects. Um, to what extent do you think the Mad Lib Blue Note album influenced Kind of the Chicago and UK jazz scene, Hmm. because it's the you know he's taken it's beats forward. They weren't correct me if I'm like if I'm wrong, but that album comes out a good bit before that those movements take off. Two
0: thousand three, I believe. Yeah,
2: I would say heavily in. My take would be in Chicago more so than the UK, and the reason Hmm. I say that is because. So UK, we've talked about this before on the podcast too. I think it's like UK culture between like jazz mm-hmm. and like music in general is so interconnected. Where I would say like the electronic elements and that sort of like beat based culture like more naturally bled into yeah. like the jazz based music of the UK, where in the US, like jazz and those things were like very much like church and state, like very separate until things like Mad Lib and then you have like uh, you know uh, luminaries in the jazz, and just like, like Robert Glasper's, and you whatever mm-hmm. sort of like bringing that like hip hop element in. Um, but I would yeah, me Matt, that that Madlib Burke is definitely like a uh, certainly like a, a turning point for uh, for a lot of people, you know. Yeah, I agree. I don't. My thoughts, yeah.
0: No, I think I actually totally agree with that. I think in the UK, the dance scene was already more established yeah already crossing over already i think to the jazz scene throughout the 90s and 2000s and so it was ripe to have that like that uk jazz scene that really bubbled up in the mid 2010s of jazz refreshed all the stuff that i posted on that that mixtape um I think it was a natural transgression. Whereas in Chicago, and I don't think there was as logical of leaps. And then I think you feel like you got people like Makaya McCraven and those guys being like, oh, you can kind of like take jazz and make this beat music out of it. Um, I feel like it might've been more of a like, more of a a punch to the gut to hear something like Mad Lib than potentially in the UK. Yeah. It's
2: funny. It's like, yeah, to go back to like, even like a bit like radio, like a cultural thing where it's like in the UK, you have like Tom York putting out, the original Pablo Honey, the bands, all these things, and like also simultaneously, the when he's putting out those records, like DJing drum and bass sets, right, right, yeah, and exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Where it's like these two things were like you would never have if that band if the Radiohead was in L.A. at that time, he's not DJing drum and bass sets. Like they, you just wouldn't do either of those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like mm. I feel like the music culture over there is a lot more integrated in terms of like what you can be interested in and what you can produce and- musically.
3: And just the impact of, of, not everywhere, but I think what plays into that is just like um, the difference in immigration laws and, and who's immigrating true. in the UK and influences heavily like with the music um, over oh, the years, blinding, right? Not just, sure. yeah. So, and it was just interesting. I was listening to that it really, that's the first time I really sat down listening to Shades of Blue like, front to back and I was like, oh, wow, like this this is a lot of that kind of like yeah. Chicago jazz scene actually that he's obviously doing it differently by sampling, but yeah, um, you
2: can hear them listen. You can hear them listen to that yeah. and be like, okay, cool. Like, how do we do this live? Like, how do we do this without sampling?
0: And Justin, you should listen to it. I think what may be even more influential and I want to make sure I'm getting the name right. Cause I can, is uh, around that same time. It's yeah. I think, I think they're called yesterday's new quintet. Yeah, so in 2001, um, yesterday's in 2004, uh, actually, at yeah, 2001, yesterday's new quintet does them called Angles Without Edges, and I believe Mad Lib is it's on th- Stone's Throw, hmm.
4: um,
0: and that is jazz and hip hop, so that's even before mad lib uh does his thing with shades of blue but if you listen to i think the big one really is it's called angles without edges yet by yesterday's new quintet you know it's it's jazz electronic type hip-hop stuff that's uh obvious that was influential on mad lib doing shades of blue which Mm -hmm.
2: is yeah it looks like he produced that record right yeah Mm -hmm.
0: and i think he's part of it like i think he's yeah
2: he's like, like he's like the producer engineer
0: yeah and then he puts out one in 2004 too um Yeah, so even like it says like touted as a jazz group, but openly acknowledged as a solo project of left coast rap producer, Madlib, um, the fusion of hip hop and jazz. So that's pretty cool too. Yeah. Um, Awesome. Uh, Cool. Um, I'll go next because I'm going to go in another direction. So I'll just, I'll take us to another genre on a different part of our brain. Um, So yeah, give me a second to pull this up. Uh, Awesome, Rob. There you go. All pounds around. For that, I'm definitely gonna give that out. You said it comes out this week. Is it out tomorrow? As of this, I
2: wish, man. Like, I don't. I thought it said. I thought you said January. (laughs) April twenty second, it comes Uh, out. He put out a single in. He's been he's been like dribbling out singles since like the middle of last year. Yeah. So I don't know what the holdup is or whatever, but it's just I I want the record. Can we just have it? Because I almost played one of his tracks at the end of last year. Yeah, it was really good.
0: Okay yeah awesome no that's really cool um great i will go next and i am sticking with justin's parameters of something that comes out in 2021 2022 but bending them slightly um <laughs> as always of course no of course. um and we've done this many times before but so uh and i i somewhat featured this on, the, you, in, on the any on other the...
2: equivocations you would like to make before <laughs> <No>. you <laughs> before. tell us about your
0: I somewhat did uh, feature this on the gram for those that are following along uh, months ago at this point, but uh, one of my favorite artists who is one of those underground artists that has been pushing stuff out for many, many years, 60s, 70s, had one of my favorite albums of 2020, which is a newer album, uh, is Bill Faye. Um, and Bill Faye is a remarkable artist. He plays piano and guitar. Uh, his 2020 album, like I just said, was one of my tops um he's putting out an album and it's of older stuff that he never put out so that's why i say it kind of breaks it a little bit it's coming out uh i think it might even come out this week um it's coming out in january um it's of stuff that he never put out before um and it's through dead oceans which is one of my favorite record labels uh a lot of stuff that i know bones and j-mac we love kevin morby and others are on dead oceans um and the way that they're promoting this album is they're having some of those artists cover, uh, his songs, uh, while simultaneously putting those out. So Steve Gunn did a cover of one. Uh, Kevin Morby did a cover, a mm-hmm. uh, cover of one. Um, and, uh, those are kind of like the promos for, for the album.
3: Didn't so you play the Steve Gunn one?
0: I never played it here, but I put it on the gram.
3: Oh, that's, that's what it was. Yeah.
0: That so that's what I was mentioning. So if you follow on the gram game, you've heard the Steve Gunn song. And so, um, I'm not going to play the Steve Gunn and the Kevin Morby. I'm going to play uh, the Bill Faye track that Steve Gunn covers and is on the upcoming album. It's just a really great kind of like folky song. I did put it on one of the mixtapes. So I put it on that um, Pawn Shop Jukebox Volume 3, uh, in a collective mix of fall forward tunes. It's hidden in there, uh, deep in there. And I just love Bill Faye and I'm glad that he's getting his 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 day right again like putting albums out in the 60s and 70s and people not really listening to them we mentioned that in segment one but like big star and others and now he's uh probably in his 70s and he's putting out an album in 2020 that young people are loving and critics are loving and now he's got this new album out that i i I think is going to be really great and this is a this is a single off that album i think it's a really cool song um so we're gonna play a track off his upcoming album. The album's called Still Some Light. And the only track that he released at this point is called Dust Filled Room. Um, it's the 16th track off the album. So let's give it a listen. I hope you guys enjoy it.
4: The fire all on the lips. In the dust filled room, she wished that the cigarette. was outside.
0: Awesome. Dust-filled room from Bill Fay, off the upcoming album that's out January 14th called Still Some Light Part One. Just a beautiful song. You can tell the whole album is just going to be this incredible, simple, but kind of like beautiful folk rock songs. Love it love to see it uh j mac go ahead you're up got the beer oh he's got a glass he's got a new beer pounded it back
2: it's also a classy move to unmute off screen i didn't even see
3: it Just <laughs> check.
0: yeah cool you liked it i wasn't sure if you had heard it we talked about it a little bit i think when it was released but
3: yeah i i um because that's the the um the Gun cover is of that same song.
0: Yeah, that right? Steve Gunn does that one. I forget which one yeah. Kevin Morby does.
3: Anyways, I I I listened to. I was when I heard I listened to it back and forth the two back and forth, and I actually like the Bill Fay better. So um, yeah, yeah I, I'm proud of that. And um tomorrow's the 14th so just i put it in my queue to, to the listen queue. to it um, while i'm driving up to the cabin tomorrow
0: i think and that's you you had messaged me like what song should you listen to the cabin i think that's going to be a good cabin one mm-hmm. if i had to anticipate it and i think that circles back to our first segment like same thing i think what they're trying to do in a respectful way is not necessarily play tribute but steve gunn and bill F- and kevin morby have these huge followings now right and they're kind of like yo you should listen to this guy, Bill Fay, right? Like they're using their influence to be like, "We're gonna cover these songs because you should listen to him um, and go back into his catalog because we don't exist if he didn't exist," uh, which I think is pretty pretty great. Yeah. Um, bones, go ahead. Oh, bones might be frozen. He's no sipping. Oh, jeez. That that.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh. no no he's in. Oh, he's, he's sipping. He's chugging. Whoa,
0: that was like he give me like a stoic look at first. And then I think he's chugging the lager,
1: another lager to the face. Sorry, am I am I still freezing? Sorry, you're back. You're back a, with us, that was Bones. A chug for sure.
4: <laughs>
0: okay, sweet. Sorry, yeah, I wasn't Sorry sure. I didn't.
1: Uh, Chrome isn't working. Um, oh, you, you're good. That was uh, that was a pound for me.
0: Sweet. Glad glad uh, you loved it.
1: Loved it. I I've listened to a little bit of that because um, I've seen the releases by Steve Gunn and Kevin Morby, but. Um, no, that's fun. That's an awesome tune. It's, it's uh, It's got this uh, good chill vibe that I dig for sure.
0: Yeah, super lo-fi, right? Like his uh, album in 2020 obviously mm-hmm. that he put out was a it's him mostly at the piano, really minimal um, but again, it's more polished because it came out recently. That's obviously mm-hmm. an older track but yeah. Uh, Rob, close this out. Solid sip.
2: Give a sip.
0: Nice.
2: Give a sip. Uh, I check out more of it, but I'm not, I'm not going to go actively, you know, driving up to Vermont tomorrow. I'm not going to go put that on
0: the... Are you going to Vermont deal? tomorrow?
3: I am. Oh, nice. Then you, well, you
0: should put that on. What are you talking
3: about? That
0: would be a good Vermont, but I, that's not your style, Rob. I, I, I knew going style. into this that this Rob is probably sipping or no sipping, which is fine. Yeah. I don't do anything for anybody except myself. Um, but no, yeah, yeah, right. That's not really your scene. That's not your seeing, yeah. not like seeing I get, I get that, I get that.
2: I could, I, I didn't. I, 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 I could see jelly like in that. I could see jelly like sure. in that. If it came on, I wouldn't. I wouldn't ask to turn it off, and yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't actively. I'd I, I vibe to it, but I'm no, not. Gonna, fair. I'm not gonna reach for that aux cable and put that on. You know what I'm saying? Totally get you. As the, no, as the kids say. As the kids say these days. <laughs> yeah. The kids don't say that anymore. We move past that. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, what's an ox cable? No, I agree. I think uh even coming into this, <laughs> I'm just like cable? not not that I'm thinking too much about that, but I'm like, oh Rob, this isn't not Rob's Rob's scene too much. But anyways, cool. Awesome. That's Bill Fay. Everybody out there listen to that album. It comes out tomorrow. As of this recording, it's out. So if you liked it, check it out. All right, great. Uh Bones and Rob. Who wants to go next? No. Not Rob, Rob Justin. I now. just went. I'm so used to Rob kind of yeah. coming in at the end to stamp it. Uh J Mac or Bones, go ahead.
3: What you got, Bones? You wanna go? Yeah, sure. I'll do there it. Um let's do it. I'm sorry,
1: I broke the rules, J Mac. Uh I picked one from it was released in November, but I couldn't help it. I came across the never mind. I'm going, and
0: pick a different one. <laughs> kick him out of the lounge. <laughs> Somebody called
1: the Sorry. I've been obsessed with this album the past week and right. who knows, maybe you guys have already come across it, but it's real good. I, and I got to I gotta pick myself back up from last week uh, <laughs> from Cuffed Up. Oh, uh, Cuffed Up. So I'm yes. sorry to break the rules. Uh, that's, that's true. I'm sorry, be, I'm sorry to break this the better rules. better be better, though. This uh, better be better. <laughs> so this dude, Curtis Harding, um, released an album in uh, November. It's uh it's an it's an amazing melding of like funk soul R&B with a little hip hop, a little rock and roll. It's it's even got some like chorusy sounding uh tracks that are um reminiscent of that uh what is what was that uh the pastor uh, T. L. Barrett. Barrett boy? Here it, here it goes here it goes bones internet. yeah
0: we're playing we're playing right. hopeful Definitely. by Curtis Harding here it
4: goes <laughs>
0: Excellent. That's hopeful by Curtis Harding, off the album "If Words Were Flowers" from November 2021. Bones is gone again. We're not sure. There was so much soul that it lifted him off the earth It placed him.
2: He's gone to in the heavens.
0: Amen.
3: Um, Amen.
0: He is completely gone. But let's keep it moving without him. We'll tell him what he got when he came back in. Um, Rob. Oh, here he comes. Here he comes. He's there back in. Him. He went outside, folks, for a quick smoke outside the lounge. You know, a toke. He was toking. <laughs> he was token outside. The... You're back, Bones. You went outside for a quick smoke. It's right. it's... No, it's all good. You know what I mean? Sometimes I you just got to got to step outside the lounge. Uh, Rob's about, (laughs) everyone knows sipped bones. Sorry, buddy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) buddy. (laughs) Uh, Rob, go ahead. (laughs) Putting that beer up. Oh, man. Is that a solid sip or a pound?
2: Solid sip. Oh, Mm.
0: Rob's in a sipful mood. Rob's in a sipful mood. Okay. Yeah, that's great.
2: Yeah, okay. Tell us more. I would say uh, I like the music a lot. Music was great. Uh the like vocal melodies and stuff seemed a little bit. I wasn't into them as much. Mm. They seemed a little bit sort of like. Um, uh, what's I'm I'm searching for the right word. They just seemed a little bit like uninteresting. Okay. Mm. Didn't mm. get right. attention. Yeah, fair I mean, enough. Yeah, so, the music was great. Really, really, really yeah. dug it. But yeah, that that part sort of like took me out of it a little bit.
0: Yeah, it didn't catch you. Yeah, I could see, you know, having that on at the house and just rocking it out a little bit, but did uh didn't really catch you. Great. Uh, J-Mac, go ahead. Looking for the beer. The beer's in the glass. The beer's to his lips. The beer's going up. And he is chugging it. I also loved hmm. how you were looking into the camera at us as you were chugging that. It's really good, <laughs> actually.
3: It's pretty good. Look at it- Looking into your souls. Exactly. <laughs> um yeah, a couple of things. I think bones, you redeemed yourself. Um <laughs> and and I'll say, so what I've noticed is bones, you like some some newer sound, like produced stuff. So I think last week was like in some ways way overproduced. I think this is heavily <laughs> produced, but it's not bad. So mm-hmm. to to Rob's point. Where I was coming to that song and and probably the whole album is that I think it would sound dramatically different on a vinyl mm-hmm. or on a four or on a forty five that on a single so i think um i've been really into like that um new soul r and b I think some people give it a bad rap, but I think it's 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 great it has a place in the in in mm-hmm. music right now, and I think reminds me a lot of stuff that Um, I've been listening to right now on 45s releasing like Dap Tones, Big Crown, Coal Mine, like that type of um type of soul and R and B. So yeah, I'll definitely Mm. check it out.
0: Yeah, awesome. Uh, and I'll go next. I'm I'm honestly gonna do the same exact thing. I'm pounding because you caught me at the time in my life that that fits in perfectly. Justin, you and I we did that soul thing on the gram. We've been talking about 45s. I've been that's really what I've been into is like 1960s and 70s singles and 45s and mm-hmm. a kind of like Northern Soul or Deep Soul. Um, and it's interesting. It's always interesting to hear how that stuff is still modern, right? Like, again, yeah, a lot of polish mm-hmm. on that. Um, I'm excited to hear the rest of the album. It's It's got a little bit of that. It's got like Motown plus like Southern Soul to it. It's like kind mm-hmm. of like deep and vibeful, but like overly produced. Um, which I think is is like kind of the best of both of those that's worlds. True. So yeah, I'm excited. Oh, it's it. it, great, and it's on Anti, which is kind of a interesting yeah. thing, to see a soul record mm-hmm. on that label. Which I was like, oh, they didn't like wasn't Dr. Dog on them and
1: a few yeah, other at one point. Yeah, yeah, they put out Alphamist. Uh, oh, okay. Albums. So. That was a cool album. Yeah, gets get into
0: that. Yeah, awesome bones. There we go. Curtis Harding, two pounds and a sip tonight at the lounge, folks. Check that album out. Came out a couple months ago. Justin, close us out. The
3: Pound Boy, as he calls himself. I'm not sure you no. ever said that, but no, I, Mayor I've never McPound said that. over here. Oh Ma- uh, yeah, I like that, Mayor <laughs> McPoundtown. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. Um, I don't know this, this. This one's going out there this week. I, I really don't know how this is going to go. Some of the other what ones, you? I was like, uh, so, and I'm stretching it this week. There was another album I had lined up. I'm like, yeah, people would like this, but this one, I'm, I'm going with good for you um so jeff we would text earlier he's like what are you into and i was like what am i into um so one thing is into like that soulful stuff i've been listening to and um on 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 day seven of isolation with a two-year-old um or a year (laughs) and a half um i've been listening i was talking about doing long walks in this in Greenwood cemetery it's a huge cemetery that takes multiple blocks in, in, in brooklyn um, S- south brooklyn so um, I was just i've been just like checking out new things this week, so I've been into like really soulful stuff or I've been into like groovy jazz but with like um, some experimental vocals mixed in Ooh. so um think like some like some Doug Karn, Gene Carn albums um, mm-hmm. type kind of stuff um, um, Sonny Liston Smith some of that 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 type of uh groovy 70s jazz been into like really CTI type stuff so um and then I mentioned Light in the Attic earlier I've also been like into lately like reissues that are kind of unheard, never been before issued, reissue. So this is a reissue um, or sorry, it's not a reissue, reissue. It's a never before release, but it's from a 1981 hmm. um, co- concert. Um, and Jeff, you talked about actually this label a couple weeks back, which is um, uh, Far Out Recordings. Oh yeah. Um, mm. Amro Fritas, I think is who you play, who's on their yeah catalog and then you we had also listened i think it made it to the ground but not here the um um jose uh, Muro, the fuerto it's like a, a yeah
0: yeah i posted yeah that ho
3: ho jose, he plays guitar is that the one no oh yeah yeah no, no 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 that true that is an excellent great album this was a no this was like a um Oh, I gotta look it up now. That I have all of it put up. This was uh, no the uh, Ferto was the album 2021. It was kind of the beats jazz thing by I cannot. Oh,
0: that V Vasic There you go. Yeah, that was an awesome. Rob, you'd really like that. I never played anything on that because it was the summertime. It's this Brazilian. So the yeah. far far out is all Brazil. Correct. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so I, um, the beat tape is great. Yeah. Yeah. So. What is it, Vasicona ah, fuck!
3: I can't pronounce. I'm not even gonna to try to speak Portuguese. So, um, <laughs> um, Anyways, I was looking at their catalog. I was looking, listened to that, um, to those albums that we have named, yeah, and nice. then I noticed that they are um, they have put put out a single um, of an upcoming album by. Um, and I'm gonna uh Hermito Pascola, um, who's a Brazilian um multi instrumentalist. Um Miles Davis back in the day said um he was one of the greatest jazz musicians of all times. Um and so uh Far Out Re- uh, uh Far Out Recordings is releasing coming out in february february 4th um, a 1981 concert that he did at the planetarium in um, um, in a rio de janeiro and it's just a lot they've put out a single so far and it is wild yes um and he hadn't read i read this article on Um, this artist um, and he talks about this um, phrase um, called it translated. It means all is sound. So he talks about how in everything um, there is some like greater mystical and spiritual power of like sound. Hmm. Um, And so I found myself um, walking through Greenwood Cemetery, it's you know it's a historic cemetery, just, and so I'm just like taking it, and it's it's pretty wild. Greenwood Cemetery is there's like, there's this group of green parrots that live in these cathedrals in the cemetery. There's geese who are like walking on frozen ponds. There's like three huge ponds on this. C- anyway, so that's the backdrop. I'm I'm like I'm just gonna check this out. So. Um, it has everything. It has some groovy jazz and it has some experimental vocals. The track is 15 minutes long. I'm not going to play <laughs> the whole thing. So I'm going to skip around to a couple of the parts. But um, yeah, that's what, um, what I'm playing. Awesome! Great so, label. I
0: mean, great label. It's,
3: yeah, it's cool. Really cool stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't hear about this one, but such a great label.
3: So the single came out in December, but then the the whole LP, the whole LP of the 1981 live concert is coming out, and dude, pl- look at this guy! Look, he has this beard; it's an amazing. Looks like Santa Claus. Can
2: we um, do a whole episode on this dude? I think yeah.
3: we should. He, 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 er- he, er- he, he
0: er- Pascale.
4: Pascale. What is that? Just Google. And he,
3: and he, and he plays with the group. That's the name of his band, the Group. Oh, <laughs> so good. translated to the Group. Um, so I'm gonna start at the beginning. I'm gonna skip around some, um, but. Anyway, yeah, let's we do go. it. Samba do Bellaqua. <laughs>
0: Yes, there you have it. Hermeto Pascal Planetario de Gavia. 1981. Ba-dum. Ba-dum. Oh. 1981 live album issued for the first time coming out. You said February. Yeah.
3: Yeah. February 4th.
0: There we go. A wild, wild ride. Bonius, <laughs> tell us your thoughts, feelings. And otherwise
2: boom
1: i'm giving it a solid sip solid sip. Um, kind of similar to what rob had said of an earlier track like i can really dig it from a musical standpoint but at a certain point it's like vocals just sounding like a drunk dude getting on stage and taking the mic <laughs> like, at a certain point i stopped getting into it like at first i was like really getting into it and then after a while i was like yeah I mean, if it wasn't for him singing i would have really enjoyed this <laughs> oh so no it, it was good though it was good I would, st- yeah. I would still go back and uh check out more of it for sure
0: yeah it's kind of like one of those you know i feel like you're saying like if it's on i'm gonna get into it but is it am i gonna go back to it right away maybe not but like i'm definitely feeling the vibe of it right
1: yeah. yeah, for sure. I, I guess maybe the vocals are a little bit too avant-garde for me. I don't know.
0: There you go. Okay. Uh, Robert. Going for the beer, reaching for the beer, reaching for the notch, putting the notch up and 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 the notch up. up.
2: <laughs> Chug it There you
3: go. I'm
2: here for my boy, Pascal. That was the delightful. <laughs> I'm here for this nonsense. That was great. The music was good. Uh, I liked it so much. I was looking at more things as it was happening. The dude is wild. And I'm so...
3: He's a wild boy.
2: Is he wild? uh, He's uh, worth a YouTube rabbit hole for sure. (laughs) Okay. literally had to close the tabs. He has a song where he plays his own body with his shirt off in a concert. (laughs) What? Uh, He turned a pot into a trumpet. So he has a trumpet mouthpiece affixed to a pot, which is kind of his big thing uh I, i'm fucking fully into this dude i'm fully into him literally <laughs> probably gonna sit at this desk after this and watch more videos <laughs> please send Tell us him. the
0: greatest thing you find
2: oh it, it is just super cool like uh he's, appreciate he's known, it you that's
3: yeah he's known for yeah. that for like Ballet all is that they get well it gets into that the thing i was saying like all his sound so like anything that he can make a sound out of he yeah
2: yeah surprised. very yeah, it's kind of his thing there's a video of him i haven't watched yet i saved it of him in a river with a flute.
4: Ooh, and it was incredible. Like, him,
2: like yeah I, I cannot wait i'm so stoked <laughs> to see that super hyped on this yeah. team. okay uh, okay it's a ton of fun and not to mention like the vocal stuff is like it was the music was so good as opposed to the curtis Harding song where i could like look past it a little bit we're like i think it fit in that context a little bit where it didn't take me out of it, where it was like just me based on like whatever previous music history or whatever like that vocals like fit in a little bit more like i was not not expecting something like that i mean i wasn't expecting anything like that but like it was didn't feel out of context
0: <laughs> yeah no totally mm-hmm. cool um awesome yeah i'm gonna go next and i feel like i'm trying to get out of this mindset a little bit which is tough because i feel like everything's so contextual it's like
2: you're very temporal where it's like, it's just what I'm listening to right now. And if it's not, I don't fucking like it at all.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, but also exactly. like that is what I'm kind of listening to right now. But I, I, I'm i more intrigued than anything else. I, like it's like, it's like, to your point, Rob, like I didn't go down a rabbit's hole right now. And I think you you sparked me to want to. But even before you said that, I was like, I got to know more about this guy. Like who the hell is he? <laughs> Like, exactly like he's, just, gotta, I, he's I, I, gotta have a great story and so that leads me to want to pound towards him however like i'm not necessarily sure i'm gonna go out run and run, run run out and listen to the whole album so i'm gonna give it a solid sip a very strong sip because i'm gonna put it in my back pocket because i love that record label and uh it, it's vast sentimento is the album uh, that mm. furto album everyone should check out and the Jose Muro album which is also awesome um, so I'm a big fan of that label and I will absolutely get back into that but um, yeah giving it a solid sip definitely not a no sip not even close because I'm going to get back into that at some point um, awesome yeah I think right.
3: that yeah I think also that It it Live is a different context right sure you can tell he's, he's mm-hmm. totally vibing off the oh audience, which is awesome right? like, yeah which is great that. yeah yeah no. yeah, yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. totally great no that's awesome justin thanks for sharing that i have not heard of him and i didn't even see that come up I, i like i said i follow far out recordings and i didn't see them post that so i can't wait to go back into that awesome well there you have it folks uh as always a wide range of albums tonight at the last call uh, some really great stuff
2: related though, a little bit yeah
0: yeah i could see that so we had uh what was it let's give a recap for the listeners We got ben mark uh album coming out uh april uh with a track that's already currently released that you can check out uh then i went with uh bill fay um bones went with curtis harding uh soulful tune and then close us out there with uh hermento uh pascal uh pretty awesome stuff a range of things for our listeners who are at home loving the lounge. Well there you go boys. That closes us out with tribute albums and the last call. Hope you all enjoyed it. We'll see everybody next week at the Needle and Groove Lounge. Bam,
4: bam, bam,
2: bam. Bam, bam, bam.
0: All right. Uh, <laughs> Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Needle and Groove Lounge. Hopefully you have some new tracks, artists, and albums that you'll be diving into based on that last call segment, and that you're thinking about tribute albums. What are other tribute albums that we should hear or listen to to pay respect to artists out there? Up next, we have some episodes, either a Fat Possum deep dive or Valentine's Day or anti-Valentine's Day episode is coming up in the next couple of weeks. Thanks again for tuning in. Check us out on Needle Groove Lounge and share the pod and gram with other music lovers in your life. Have a good one.